0: Have your brother Aaron with his sons come to you from the Israelites to serve me as priest, Aaron, his sons Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. Make holy garments for your brother Aaron for glory and beauty. You are to instruct all the skilled artisans, whom I have filled with a spirit of wisdom, to make Aaron's garments for consecrating him to serve me as priest. These are the garments that they must make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a specially woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make holy garments for your brother Aaron and his sons so that they may serve me as priests. They should use gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. They are to make the ephod of finely spun linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple, and scarlet yarn. It must have two shoulder pieces attached to its two edges so that it can be joined together. The artistically woven waistband that is on the ephod must be of one piece, according to the same workmanship of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and of finely spun linen. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of Israel's sons, six of their names on the first stone and the remaining six names on the second stone in the order of their birth. Engrave the two stones with the names of Israel's sons as a gem cutter engraves a seal. Mount them surrounded with gold filigree settings. Fasten both stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will carry their names on his two shoulders before the Lord as a reminder. Fashion gold filigree settings and two chains of pure gold. You will make them of braided cordwork and attach the cord chains to the settings. You are to make an embroidered breast piece for making decisions. Make it with the same workmanship as the ephod. Make it of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely spun linen. It must be square and folded double, nine inches long and nine inches wide. Place a setting of gemstones on it, four rows of stones. The first row should be a row of carnelian, topaz, and emerald. The second row, a turquoise, a lapis lazuli, and a diamond. The third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They should be adorned with gold filigree in their settings. The twelve stones are to correspond to the names of Israel's sons. Each stone must be engraved like a seal with one of the names of the twelve tribes. You are to make braided chains of pure gold cordwork for the breastpiece. Fashion two gold rings for the breast piece and attach them to its two corners. Then attach the two gold cords to the two gold rings at the corners of the breast piece. Attach the other ends of the two cords to the two filigree settings and in this way attach them to the ephod's shoulder pieces in the front. Make two other gold rings and put them at the two other corners of the breast piece on the edge that is next to the inner border of the ephod. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the ephod's two shoulder pieces on its front close to its seam and above the ephod's woven waistband. The artisans are to tie the breastpiece from its ring to the rings of the ephod with a cord of blue yarn so that the breastpiece is above the ephod's waistband and does not come loose from the ephod. Whenever he enters the sanctuary, Aaron is to carry the names of Israel's sons over his heart on the breastpiece for decisions as a continual reminder before the Lord. Place the Urim and Thummim in the breastpiece for decisions, so that they will also be over Aaron's heart whenever he comes before the Lord. Aaron will continually carry the means of decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. You are to make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue yarn. There should be an opening at its top in the center of it. Around the opening, there should be a woven collar with an opening like that of body armor so that it does not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn on its lower hem and all around it. Put gold bells between them all the way around, so that gold bells and pomegranates alternate around the lower hem of the robe. The robe will be worn by Aaron whenever he ministers, and its sound will be heard when he enters the sanctuary before the Lord and when he exits, so that he does not die. You are to make a pure gold medallion and engrave it, like the engraving of a seal, holy to the Lord. Fasten it to a cord of blue yarn, so it can be placed on the turban. The medallion is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead, so that Aaron may bear the guilt connected with the holy offerings that the Israelites consecrate as all their holy gifts. It is always to be on his forehead, so that they may find acceptance with the Lord. You are to weave the tunic from fine linen, make a turban of fine linen, and make an embroidered sash. Make tunics, sashes, and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them glory and beauty. Put these on your brother Aaron and his sons, then anoint, ordain, and consecrate them, so that they may serve me as priests. Make them linen undergarments to cover their naked bodies, for they must extend from the waist to the thighs. These must be worn by Aaron and his sons whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the sanctuary area, so that they do not incur guilt and die. This is to be a permanent statute for Aaron and for his future descendants. Exodus chapter 29 This is what you are to do for them to consecrate them to serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two unblemished rams, with unleavened bread, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers coated with oil. Make them out of fine wheat flour, put them in a basket, and bring them in the basket, along with the bull and two rams. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then take the garments and clothe Aaron with the tunic, the robe for the ephod, the ephod itself, and the breastpiece. Fasten the ephod on him with its woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and place the holy diadem on the turban. Take the anointing oil, pour it on his head, and anoint him. You must also bring his sons and clothe them with tunics. Tie the sashes on Aaron and his sons and fasten headbands on them. The priesthood is to be theirs by a permanent statute. This is the way you will ordain Aaron and his sons. You are to bring the bull to the front of the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the bull's head. Slaughter the bull before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and apply it to the horns of the altar with your finger, then pour out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Take all the fat that covers the entrails, the fatty lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys with the fat on them, and burn them on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh, its hide, and its waste outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Take one ram, and Aaron and his sons are to lay their hands on the ram's head. You are to slaughter the ram... Take its blood and splatter it on all sides of the altar. Cut the ram into pieces. Wash its entrails and legs and place them with its head and its pieces on the altar. Then burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. You are to take the second ram and Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the ram's head. Slaughter the ram, take some of its blood and put it on Aaron's right earlobe, on his son's right earlobes on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Splatter the remaining blood on all sides of the altar. Some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil, sprinkle them on Aaron and his garments, as well as on his sons and their garments. So he and his garments will be holy, as well as his sons and their garments. Take the fat from the ram, the fat tail, the fat covering the entrails, fatty lobe of the liver, the two kidneys and the fat on them, and the right thigh, since this is a ram for ordination. Take one loaf of bread, one cake of bread made with oil, one wafer from the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord, and put all of them in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. Take them from their hands and burn them on the altar on top of the burnt offering, as a pleasing aroma before the Lord. It is a food offering to the Lord. Take the breast from the ram of Aaron's ordination and present it as a presentation offering before the Lord. It is to be your portion. Consecrate for Aaron and his sons the breast of the presentation offering that is presented and the thigh of the contribution that is lifted up from the ram of ordination. This will belong to Aaron and his sons as a regular portion from the Israelites, for it is a contribution. It will be the Israelites' contribution from their fellowship sacrifices, their contribution to the Lord. The holy garments that belong to Aaron are to belong to his sons after him, so that they can be anointed and ordained in them. Any priest who is one of his sons and who succeeds him and enters the tent of meeting to minister in the sanctuary must wear them for seven days. You are to take the ram of ordination and boil its flesh in a holy place. Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the entrance to the tent of meeting. They must eat those things by which atonement was made at the time of their ordination and consecration. An unauthorized person must not eat them, for these things are holy. If any of the meat of ordination or any of the bread is left until morning, burn what is left over. It must not be eaten, because it is holy. This is what you are to do for Aaron and his sons based on all I have commanded you. Take seven days to ordain them. Sacrifice a bull as a sin offering each day for atonement. Purify the altar when you make atonement for it, anoint it in order to consecrate it. For seven days you must make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. The altar will be especially holy. Whatever touches the altar will be consecrated. This is what you are to offer regularly on the altar every day. Two year old lambs. In the morning offer one lamb, and at twilight offer the other lamb. With the first lamb offer two quarts of fine flour mixed with one quart of oil from crushed olives and a drink offering of one quart of wine. You are to offer the second lamb at twilight. Offer a grain offering and a drink offering with it, like the one in the morning, as a pleasing aroma, a food offering to the Lord. This will be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance to the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will meet you to speak with you. I will also meet with the Israelites there, and that place will be consecrated by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. Exodus chapter 30 You are to make an altar for the burning of incense. Make it of acacia wood. It must be square, 18 inches long, and 18 inches wide. It must be 36 inches high. Its horns must be of one piece with it. Overlay its top all around its sides and its horns with pure gold. Make a gold molding all around it. Make two gold rings for it under the molding on two of its sides. Put these on opposite sides of it to be holders for the poles to carry it with. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You are to place the altar in front of the curtain by the Ark of the Testimony, in front of the mercy seat that is over the Testimony, where I will meet with you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on it. He must burn it every morning when he tends the lamps. When Aaron sets up the lamps at twilight, he must burn incense. There is to be an incense offering before the Lord throughout your generations. You must not offer unauthorized incense on it or a burnt or grain offering. You are not to pour a drink offering on it. Once a year, Aaron is to perform the atonement ceremony for the altar. Throughout your generations, he is to perform the atonement ceremony for it once a year with the blood of the sin offering for atonement on the horns. The altar is especially holy to the Lord. The Lord spoke to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to register them, each of the men must pay a ransom for his life to the Lord as they are registered. Then no plague will come on them as they are registered. Everyone who is registered must pay half a shekel according to the sanctuary shekel, twenty geras to the shekel. This half shekel is a contribution to the Lord. Each man who is registered, twenty years old or more, must give this contribution to the Lord. The wealthy may not give more, and the poor may not give less than half a shekel when giving the contribution to the Lord to atone for your lives. Take the atonement price from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. It will serve as a reminder for the Israelites before the Lord to atone for your lives. The Lord spoke to Moses, Make a bronze basin for washing and a bronze stand for it. Set it between the tent of meeting and the altar, and put water in it. Aaron and his sons must wash their hands and feet from the basin. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister by burning a food offering to the Lord, they must wash with water so that they will not die. Must wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a permanent statute for them, for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. The Lord spoke to Moses, Take for yourselves the finest spices twelve and a half pounds of liquid myrrh, half as much, six and a quarter pounds, of fragrant cinnamon, six and a quarter pounds of fragrant cane, twelve and a half pounds of cassia, by the sanctuary shekel, and a gallon of olive oil. Prepare from these a holy anointing oil, a scented blend, the work of a perfumer, it will be holy anointing oil. With it you are to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the table with all its utensils, the lampstand with its utensils, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the basin with its stand. Consecrate them, and they will be especially holy. Whatever touches them will be consecrated. Anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them to serve me as priests. Tell the Israelites, this will be my holy anointing oil throughout your generations. It must not be used for ordinary anointing on a person's body, and you must not make anything like it using its formula. It is holy, and it must be holy to you. Anyone who blends something like it, or puts some of it on an unauthorized person, must be cut off from his people. The Lord said to Moses, Take fragrant spices, stacte, onica, and galbanum. The spices and pure frankincense are to be in equal measures. Prepare expertly blended incense from these. It is to be seasoned with salt, pure and holy. Grind some of it into a fine powder and put some in front of the testimony in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It must be especially holy to you. As for the incense you are making, you must not make any for yourselves using its formula. It is to be regarded by you as holy, belonging to the Lord. Anyone who makes something like it to smell its fragrance must be cut off from his people.
1: Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 35. Now great crowds were traveling with him. So he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, wanting to build a tower, doesn't first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, after he has laid the foundation and cannot finish it, all the onlookers will begin to ridicule him, saying, This man started to build and wasn't able to finish. Or what king, going to war against another king, will not first sit down and decide if he is able, with 10,000, to oppose the one who comes against him, with 20,000? If not, while the other is still far off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. In the same way, therefore, every one of you who does not renounce all of his possessions cannot be my disciple. Now, salt is good, but if salt should lose its taste, how will it be made salty? It isn't fit for the soil or the manure pile. They throw it out. Let anyone who has ears to hear, listen. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a
0: production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you, to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.